2: Do you know the key to life? What's that? The key to life is uh, a penis in your asshole. I beg your pardon, sir. I think you must be saying that wrong. No, no, no. The key to life is a penis in your asshole. I,
3: I don't think you're saying what you mean to
2: say. Oh, oui, oui, oui. A, a penis, a penis. You know, a, a, to smile, to be happy. Oh. Honey, it's. it's, it's, it's Okay. (laughs) In your asshole. That's No, not your asshole. Uh, uh, Where you
3: live? Your appartement, your domicile. Your house. Household. Ah! The key to life
2: is happiness in your
3: household.
2: We, the (laughs) key to life is happiness in your asshole. I'm trying to tell her that. Oh. Uh, what do you think I say? Oh, oh I don't even want <laughs> yeah, to tell no, you. No, maybe they'll get a kick out of it. Okay, <laughs> well, we thought that you said
0: that the key to life is a, a penis <laughs> in your asshole.
2: Sacre
3: bleu no! You Americans think everyone wants to fuck you? No one wants to fuck you! Merde! Here is your party papers. I thought
2: Canadians were nice.
1: You're listening to Cobras and Fire, a Pantheon podcast. This week, Bacos Plus One comes from the great white north. From CGCM Radio, Wally Norton, a grown man who has no issue being called Wally Gator. My name is Baco, and today my plus one coming all the way from the Great White North, uh, Wally Gator of the
0: CGCM uh, it's just radio no, no, no podcast. CG well, CGCM Rock Radio is the station. Okay. And uh the podcast still lives on as one of the shows on the station.
1: Gotcha. Um yeah. I, I appreciate you uh taking time away from watching one of the many McElroy and LaFleur movies uh to to join me here today. Uh not a problem. I, no, was,
0: it, I was honored to get the call. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, we've been kind of bouncing this around <laughs> a little bit. It actually worked out Dang. perfect. You uh, you mentioned to me just before we got started here that basically uh, our, uh, our significant others are our, our lesser halves are floating around the right. uh, the ocean starting tomorrow. And so, yeah, you were basically, let me know if I need to cover a couple shifts for Rich over there at CGCM, you know. Um,
0: yeah, welcome anytime. <laughs> yeah, all, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, of course, we're talking to Wally. Now, Wally, uh, for the people that don't know, you and I go back a little bit. Um, we were both writers for Decibel Geek, f- I don't know, Correct. for a few years. Um, uh, we met uh, in Nashville at Rockin' Pod, was it 18? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but we we've stuck up a, a friendship prior to that on social media and stuff like that. So uh, as I like to say, we talk and text more than people know. But uh, how are things at uh, CGCM Radio? It's, it's nice that you've gotten a green sc- uh, screen loaded with all these little uh, uh, personal little advertisements and stuff going on there. I, I assume those are all sponsors.
0: Yeah, you get well sort of. Uh, you got the Trooper Beer, Rockpile, Cloven Hoof, and down below you can't quite see it. This is actually a banner we have hanging up at the Rockpile which is one of the uh, premier live music venues. And I love it so much because it's literally a 25-minute walk from my house. So Touring Axe will play there hopefully soon. And- <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I imagine you're barefoot when you go. So.
0: <laughs> Sometimes. Or at least come home that way.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, but it's 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 the rock pile over there by Tim Hortons, right?
0: Right. Well, you can't go anywhere (laughs) without being near Tim Hortons, man. Uh, Um, So, yeah, we got the sponsors on the one side and then on the other side, we've got uh, the different avenues that you can listen to the station and listen to the shows.
1: Now, I didn't really give you much of a, um, an outline of what we're going to get into today, which is kind of how I've been doing all these plus ones. Um, there'll be kind of like a general theme and stuff like that. But uh, I just want to make sure you're ready to go before we do get started. Do you have your two fours or did, did you pick up a two four and a bag of Tim, Timbits before you <laughs> you got ready here? Or?
0: No Timbits, but I'm actually uh, today sampling some Wayne Gretzky because you, oh, you don't get any more Canadian than Wayne Gretzky beer.
1: Uh, <laughs> Does Wayne even drink? Is he like the Gene Simmons of beer? Like,
0: yeah, like I I I think he I think he drinks a little. He's got okay. the wine, the whiskey, and now the beer. It's uh he's doing pretty well and it's all good. So
1: well, he's doing alright. Good for Canada, I mean. So
0: <laughs> We do have the best beer. Come on.
1: Mm, I don't
2: know.
0: Well, if you're comparing you know, our domestic Molson Canadian swill, then mm. no. But uh we've got a, incredible uh craft beers up here and lots of it.
3: Well,
1: I don't. Uh, and
0: we got Iron Maiden Trooper beer.
1: So. Yeah, well that's available in in Minnesota here too. Uh, uh, I actually have a couple bottles sitting upstairs that I just haven't got around to cracking open. Um, I, I I enjoy the Trooper beer. It's one of the better kind of. I don't know that one of the Megadeth beer I enjoyed. Uh, I'm not a. I mean, I don't think it's any secret. Not a big microbrew guy. Not a big craft brew mm-hmm. guy. But but s- some of them are are better than others um but yeah my go-to is is stuff that people call piss and water so uh everybody can go fuck themselves with their asshole beers and i'll uh i'll be with aaron camaro uh fucking hanging out in a garage somewhere with a a two four of coors light
0: had a beer this summer that was uh infused with jalapeno it was great i had
1: something like that years ago like it was like floating in the neck um oh okay yeah and uh, god like early 90s uh yeah, you know what, something like that, it was okay, and then you'd have, like, two, and I'm like, I really don't, it's almost oh, like, no, that, yeah. like that, That uh what's that lime, uh I don't know, one of the beers has, like, a lime one that's actually kind of refreshing Bud, on a summer Bud day. Lime? But yeah, I'm probably yeah. just thinking of Bud Light Lime. It, it wasn't anything, it was one of the major ones. But it was nice, crisp, and refreshing, but then when you get a second one, it's like, I just want regular oh, beer. Yeah. You know, I just, I don't and, know, so. And again, it's got to be cold. <laughs> no, <laughs> as I, soon as I, it gets to that temperature, uh now, do you know David Glenn? Correct from also from Dusty Geek, our little. Uh, yep. Okay, yeah. he's uh, cabining with LC there on on the Monsters of Rock cruise, and I already saw a post uh, from him on Facebook today at at the pre party. There's like some pre uh, pre launch concert going on tonight that they're going to. And he's already complaining about the, the choice of beers there and that he's, you know, it's just like
0: Bud Light or Bud. I saw. Bud, yeah,
1: OK, so you know what I'm talking about. It's like, dude, you know, uh, you know your audience, man. I mean, where the hell you think you're going that, you know, you know, you know, the, the shit's everywhere. So I wouldn't be surprised if they had more. But at the same time, at an event like that, I'm not surprised at all that they only have Budweiser probably right. sponsored the thing. Exactly. You know, exactly. um, Man, it's just uh, it's just the way it goes, man. But, you know, everybody's gotten so particular. It's it, it's fun watching LC try to track down one beer he will drink for an event. He uh, They had uh, Gene Simmons played here in St. Paul, and he flew in for that. And they actually had a pretty wide variety. But I think, uh, God, he went three or four different beers before he found one that he was uh, comfortable with for the rest of the evening. Meanwhile, you know, I'm, like, irritated that. I have to walk a little bit further than he does to get a, a fucking Budweiser or a Coors Light or Mick Golden or whatever the, the fuck I was drinking, so. Right. Uh, how are things up in Canada? I, I see you got the uh, the Freedom Convoy shutting everything down. <laughs> uh, oh, have you been, has that affected your life? Have you been part of it? Uh, how, how are things going for you?
0: No, it hasn't affected my life, but uh, yeah, that's, that's Ottawa is about five hours from Toronto and that's where the- My foot. The bull- <laughs> No, no. But But, uh, so, yeah, it hasn't affected us here in Toronto. There was a small protest that went on Saturday (laughs) here in Toronto, but then everybody went home, unlike Ottawa, where they're just uh, digging their heels in and uh, causing some uh, disruption, apparently honking their horns and uh, littering the streets with diesel cans. So. That's apparently what's going on over there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not going to comment on it because uh, other than literally seeing the news on it, I, I don't really know anything about it. And, you know, so whatever. You know, it's Canada. You know, you guys, it's Monopoly money up there. It's just, it's just a, a different <laughs> galaxy, man. So uh, uh, when true. are you taking Bieber back, by the way? Uh, we're done with him.
0: What do you mean taking him back? be beaver's oh, yeah beaver i thought you were talking about
1: oh yeah, not, no no But uh,
0: our got there for a second
1: justin beaver uh, pl- uh, yeah america's no, done
0: no. he's not welcome back <laughs> what do you mean man <laughs> that's not fucking cool <laughs> It, well, he's he obviously got back because he released the stupid Tim Bits, Bieber Bits.
2: Introducing my
0: new Tim Biebs, birthday cake waffle, sour cream chocolate chip, and chocolate white fudge. Only at Tim's. Ooh, and,
1: uh, Bieber, Bieber yes. Bits. That Bieber sounds like Bits. something that you'd do a 15-minute walk for.
0: <laughs> Introducing my new Tim Biebs, birthday cake waffle, sour cream chocolate chip, and chocolate white fudge. Only at Tim's. <laughs> and 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 to be add to the ridiculousness... When it first launched, uh, I don't know, it was two, three or four months ago, I think it launched. They uh, suddenly the Bieber Bits merchandise, which was wasn't really merchandise. They did have a hat and a and a, I think it's a fanny pack that says Bieber Bits on it. People would be wearing one of those, but uh, even the boxes that said Bieber Bits were were suddenly popping up on uh, eBay and such for for like fifty bucks and a hundred bucks. And I'm like, it's a it's a cardboard box with tidbit <laughs> icing stuck to the bottom <laughs> and uh, people were selling them it's ridiculous
1: I, I don't know <laughs> if we should tell people what Tim are or not I do uh, you know, they tried to put Tim Horton's here in the, the Twin Cities a few years back they lasted about six months uh and then poof they were gone but uh yeah it's basically a Dunkin Donuts in Canada is Tim Hortons and Tim are the little right. donut holes I got that right
0: you got that right now do they at Dunkin Donuts do they sell the donut holes do they have do they market that or not at all
1: i know donut holes exist i i'm not a big pastry guy so i i just don't i can't say i think so i think so yeah they must they they have to <laughs> duncan dots maybe they call them i don't know all right if not uh, i just gave them a great marketing uh idea so <laughs> perfect um but yeah uh so yeah.
0: someone to advertise like bieber yeah,
1: Now, Bieber had these little videos that, like, in in America of him uh, playing, like, basketball, where, like, he has some, like, Bobo pretend to guard him, and he clumsily does, like, a crossover and burns past the guy like he's actually good. Does he have videos like that in Canada, though, whatever Canada calls TikTok, uh, uh, playing hockey?
3: <laughs> you know who is my favorite uh, superhero villain is the Penguin from Batman film, eh? That fucking Donnie DeVito, boy! Get a fucking DeVito. clue! That's Donnie DeVito you just said! Can you believe this fucking guy doesn't know who Donnie DeVito is? Who you mean the singer? No, the fucking actor, Donnie DeVito, the guy who was married to Rhea Perlman. Oh, I like him in Elboy. That's Ron Perlman. Shh, doesn't matter how Jumbo hockey is back on. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Both of you, you're fucking from another planet. I can't believe we live in the same country. Oh, the fucking phone's ringing during hockey night in that? Canada. calling during hockey night in
1: Canada? Who the fuck even has a hard line anymore? I jumbo ripped the fucking phone out of the hole.
3: What's next? You're going to have someone deliver a pizza during the fucking overtime? <laughs> well,
0: well, I have not delved into the TikTok too much other than the, the occasional video my wife sends me, which is usually dog related. Mm. But, um, yeah, uh, I haven't seen any of them. I mean, of course, Bieber got his, his big break by doing those YouTube videos when he was like nine or ten. Supposedly. None of
1: that makes any fucking sense to me. So. <laughs>
0: gotcha. I I'm, gotcha.
1: I literally wrote a book about how nobody actually makes it. It's It's never been released or anything, but that was the whole theme of uh of of my book was like there's always something that they don't ever talk about it's like yeah I just get out there and play a lot of shows also my dad owned geffen records you know it's like you know it, <laughs> so the idea of like usher sitting around especially in that day and age going i'm just going to fucking pull up some rando knook fucking playing acoustic guitar poorly left-handed and see if there's anything there you know what i mean you know what i think i can work with this kid none of that none of that jive same with that um i'm very suspicious of uh oh uh little nas x with that uh all he did was like buy a beat from somebody first of all i don't understand how you do that how do you buy a beat and then he made that old town road song and then was played on country stations across the country corporate radio doesn't fucking pick up random tracks so something in that that little chain of events is, is missing you know it's the like yeah well yeah my my uncle is friends with jeff bezos who Talk to the, you know, it's it's just, you know, even fucking Slash was babysat by David Geffen. You know what I mean? It's like all this fucking bullshit is right, just like right. there's always something there when you dig down into it. Now, maybe if you go back far enough, it wasn't the case always. You could actually work hard. But, yeah, you listen to these people talk, you know, and it's just, I mean, and we're starting to find out now that Nikki Six had a much more solid upbringing than he even pretended, you know. It's like, oh, well, wait a second. You lived in a house with snowmobiles and like motor you know motocross bikes and shit and you made it sound like you pretty much ran away and were homeless in la you know what i mean i don't yep. think so anyway <laughs> i know you uh, got motley cruise near and dear to your heart now you're a wasp guy right
0: Absolutely. i love wasp were you excited about the north wasp. american tour well, if he if they cross the border and play a couple of shows up here, I will be. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How far are you it's willing like I, to walk? How far are you willing to walk for a wasp show?
0: <laughs> well, good thing the rock pile is twenty five minutes away. But mm. um but yeah, actually and I was uh listening to a your recent episode as you and Luce were discussing the wasp and the mic stand. You do know that the mic stand is named Elvis.
1: I did not know that, no.
0: Yes, the mic stand has a name. It has its own web page, uh, Facebook page. Like, is it and like a spoof page? Like, I, I, I think so. Yeah. Okay. It's, it we- it does weigh, but but for real, it, it is named Elvis. It weighs a thousand pounds. It takes four roadies to put it onto a stage and mount it to the stage. Oh, I've seen has- it. It's
1: it's. I, I was not surprised that the the venue that he was going to play here got canceled. You know what I mean? But but Danzig canceled the show for a very similar reason, and and I, right. when, when he got booked there, I was like, well, he, he probably will just use some kind of backdrop or something, and then, nope. <laughs> He's like, what? I don't know. Anyway. Really,
0: eh? So and, and I was shocked to hear that you never got to see them back in the day.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't get to do a lot of concerts till my dad divorced my stepmom. I, I, I don't know if you were... I did share this story at some point. I don't remember how long ago it was, and it wasn't like a feature part of an episode or anything like that, but... Now there was other problems, Wally. I'm, I'm not. I don't want to overstate this, but it is 100% a fact. The argument that started, like, like this argument started, and then later on that day, my dad and I were looking for a different place to live, and it was the fact that he gave me permission at the age of 17 to go to a Motley Crue concert with a, a coworker without consulting her. Wow. And. Okay. uh And yeah, like all I remember is like being in the basement and hearing a fight, (laughs) and it was pretty. It's like, well, now I can't go upstairs, Uh, so I'm kind of trapped down there. And then it's like all of a sudden there's like this weird pause, and I hear my dad, and you know, and he's like, "Well, maybe Jason and I just need to find some place else to stay." And so yeah, um, uh, I lived under an iron thumb during the uh, the wasp era of my life. Uh, Other than like uh, the music and stuff like that, but no, I didn't get to go to concerts and. And like Motley Crue, girls, girls, girls was my first real concert, and then after that things kind of softened up, and I started to to, to be kind of like a, a regular thing in my life. But yeah, missed missed the classic era, man. So you you have
0: seen them? Uh, yeah, I saw only only well, I saw them twice, but once during the during the Headless Children tour, which was uh, wasp one. wasp except, and they were on the um, Eat the Heat with uh, David Reese on vocals. Wow. And- and metal
1: church Stand for what you was, are
0: Yeah, I love that record And uh, it was at a place called the Concert Hall Which was a fairly small venue <clears throat> And the balcony wrapped around It was all general admission And I was uh, too chicken to find my way, fight my way onto the floor with the crazies I was, went up to the balcony But got right beside the stage I actually caught Chris's, Chris Holmes' guitar pick on the balcony Nice it was, uh, it was a pretty good show It was a pretty good show
1: party ball did they ever have those party oh, ball no yeah it's basically a 5 gallon keg in a box it's a, but it's a plastic ball and it was like uh, i can't remember what beers made them there was a couple different ones and you could you, you buy your own reusable tap for like 15 bucks and then whatever the ball costs 20 or something and then uh yeah it, it was like a tiny little pump pump pump, pump. they were actually kind of okay. cool man um in my more uh <laughs> you know i don't know what do you want to call it uh when i was not exactly you know considering how intelligent my, my my decisions were at the time, I, I, I remember times where that, that party ball basically would sit under a blanket in the back seat of a car while we're on a road trip or something like that, and you just have the, the little spout <laughs> up between the two seats. So kids, do not try that at home. It's not really an option because they don't really exist anymore, but uh,
0: bring back the party ball. Yeah, well, we, we didn't have a party ball. We did have the, the mini kegs. It's very similar. They were a, f- a few. Those little like metal that. things? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Again, Heineken, I remember, I think, as a matter of fact, I think it's still there in our in our liquor stores, but yeah, Heineken. Yeah. I'm
1: definitely, I don't know if I've I've, I've, I've had a couple of different ones. I think when the first time, my first student loan check I got when I was uh, <laughs> uh, the old enough to drink, I splurged and got one of those. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, I was like a high roller then, but uh, yeah, I would, I, yeah
0: not too bad education dollars spent wisely
1: yeah well you know it wasn't the only thing i spent most of it went to the <laughs> education but i had i you know I, I had to eat and and you know live off the money i made from a part-time job i didn't really typically have 35 dollars to throw on 1.2 gallons of beer you know what i mean so <laughs> right
0: on.
1: we were drinking a lot of fuck we uh god old milwaukee was the college beer for us i don't know if you've heard of that we bought returnable bottles yeah, too. actually
0: it's imported up here. I, I can buy it at the liquor. Store.
1: Yeah. Uh, they still make it because I haven't label, seen it.
0: Red label and a blue label up here. Anyway, okay, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like a, anyway, uh, not not good beer, but it was seven fifty a case. That was with the deposit fee. Man, that shit was cheap. Fuck.
0: <laughs> well, actually, funny funny enough, one of the beers that uh, I I see frowned upon uh, greatly in the U.S. is but it's kind of a trendy beer up here is pabst blue ribbon
1: oh it's trendy down here too uh don't don't don't, look don't get me wrong it's it's not considered uh high quality or anything like that but don't let lc dictate (laughs) your view on this that is a total (laughs) knit hat in the summertime hipster douchebag beer it uh it it is it's it's always the one that sounds special at like uh (laughs) like at concerts you know what i mean it'll be like well, would you like uh, a Miller Lite for nine fifty? Otherwise, we have these silos of PBR for you know four fifty, and so that's typically when I end up drinking them.
2: I drink <laughs> like, it too, yeah.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> I remember I was at Holiday when I got my fr- the first time someone plopped down a can of Miller Lite in front of me and it was like that'll be nine dollars and i literally was like i wanted to just slide it back <laughs> and i'm like like <laughs> no way oh god and then like you they, they they always kind of do that dance and i'm like honey if that you're giving me that fucking dollar back <laughs> you know what i mean it's like if nine dollars doesn't include the tip i'm not the one who's fucking cheap that's my rule of thumb you know what i mean honestly i think uh 5 to 6 bucks a beer you're going to make a lot of money at a at any type of venue. You really don't need to the what they're charging out. I what I don't know what is a what is the uh uh the the Toronto Rough Riders charge for uh uh, <laughs> uh a Molson uh Golden there and uh at, at, at games.
0: Yeah, at tall cans you're looking probably about twelve fifty, fourteen 14 bucks. Mm, okay. And if you want like a 20 ounce draft, you're looking at 18. 1850.
1: Oh boy. Well, the upside is if you get too drunk and you crack your head open, you don't have to go broke uh, getting it fixed. So, this is true. <laughs> yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Something said for free health care. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, nothing's free, man. I want to get into a couple things, but I'm going to keep it light for this next one. Uh, I I put up a thing on uh, our Facebook group uh, over the weekend that I thought was kind of funny, and people started having some fun with it. But uh, I put a poll up that gave two choices. What's the best Van Halen song, Panama or Panama? Now, (laughs) I left the poll open so people could add their – and people would add all their own suggestions and stuff like that. But uh, where does Wally stand on, on this issue? What is the best Van Halen song? Pick one.
0: The best Van Halen song. Mm -hmm. I did see your post uh, regarding the best song off of uh, A Different Kind of Truth.
1: Uh, Mm. Absolutely tattooed. "Tattooed." That song gets fucking dumped on. I don't get it, man. It's 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 the one tune on there that sounds like it might be somewhat new. You know what I mean? All the rest of the stuff. And by the way, love the record. I'm not shitting on the rest of the stuff, but the rest of it does have that. Like, you can tell these are old songs.
0: I still love Stay Frosty, though. It's a great song. Yep. (laughs) Ice Cream Man Part 2. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, but best Van Halen song overall? Yeah, there's a strong argument for Panama, but uh, I've always liked uh, "Beautiful Girls."
1: No, it's Panama. Panama, Panama. Do they get fa- the the show Family Guy up there in the? In the, in the oh, yeah. Canadian area? All right, have you ever seen, I don't know how much you watch it, but did you see the one where Peter, um, he, he, he finds out that there's a book called 1984. So he goes to the library, but he ends up getting Van Halen 1984. Animal. Animal. Instead, of the, <laughs> instead of the George Orwell book. Um, and then it, all of a sudden, all she does is drive around and listen to Panama and, and wear like a spandex outfit waiting for Van Halen to call.
2: Kids, where's your father? He left a note. If Van Halen calls, tell them they rule. What?
1: Did they call? <laughs> you familiar with this episode? I have not seen that. You, no. you, first of all, awesome. track it down. It's, it's one of the best Family Guy episodes because it's a recurring theme, but there is a scene. And I'll, I'll drop it in the episode here. All units, this is Dispatch. We've
3: got a red station wagon blasting Panama and being awesome and partying and being rad. Not in my town, Dispatch. This is Officer Stickbutt, in pursuit.
1: Stickbutt, break off, Pursuit. Panama kicks too much ass and shreds way too hard.
3: You'll never catch him. Negative, Dispatch. Just need to wait for that running a little bit hot tonight part. Yeah, we're running a little bit hot tonight. Bingo. Got him now. I can barely see the road from the heat coming off. What's he doing? Suspect is headed toward Unjumpable Canyon. It's totally unjumpable. Unless... Unless what, Stick butt Over. Dear God, he's gonna do it. He's gonna time his jump for the greatest harmonized sound drop in 80s rock history. You're right. The part that goes,
1: Ain't no stopping now. Damn it! The way Peter keeps coming back to Panama. um, (laughs) But yeah, you know why? Because it's the best Van Halen song ever. The Rothier hits are just it's like as I get older I almost appreciate it more. It's like how this this is so fucking good. Like you know, and then it just it was never really touched by anything else. Um and the weird thing is that I, my general synopsis is that their records like front to back aren't typically that strong. My my two favorite Rothier albums as far as whole albums are eighty four in the in the debut. The rest of them, um, they yeah. kind of hit and miss for me a little bit, but the hits are just man they're fucking so amazing
0: and timeless like they sound yeah. just as good today yeah
1: yeah they sound so good too it's too bad ted templeton could slide that fader over just a little bit so both ears could enjoy the music <laughs> but uh that because i'm sorry but the tone everything is and the drums are, are mixed perfect my god just uh and then michael anthony the hidden gem there being the kind of rounding out the backup oh, yeah. vocals I, I actually disagree with sammy i think um he worked better when he was kind of blended in the back a little bit. Uh, in Chickenfoot, Foot, they kind of brought him up more a little bit, which is fine, too. The right. guy's a—he a, a, could be a lead singer, you know, for Christ's sakes.
0: But, I, I'd love to hear that. Yeah.
1: But, uh, no, I, I like uh, the way he—I think Ted Templeton nailed the perfect level of David LaRoth and uh, Michael Anthony. So it's been kind of a—I don't know— uh, like a hobby, I don't know what. The, I don't even know what the term is because it doesn't. It's like something that I would really be happy with. I've tried to poke the beehive, the Beyonce fans, with just kind of inflammatory Beyonce kind of is garbage kind of shit, because you know I hear they can be very vicious, and I just I, I'm, I've invited that into my world, and I haven't quite got it, the reaction <laughs> that I'm that I'm looking for, right? Um, for people at home, there's a video on YouTube. Just type in, how to write a Beyonce song. Scroll down a little bit, because there's apparently other people. And look for the one with my face on it. And I break down how you, too, can write a Beyonce song. I, I'm not very good at Twitter, Wally. I'm not really, I, I'm not sure how to, to grow the thing and stuff like that. We, we, we're we doing okay with the Cobras and Fire page. But for the most part, you know, it's like I'm a little more used to Facebook. You know, it's it's an old man thing. I don't know. It seems like Twitter is kind of an old old man thing, too. But... The point being is that like I've always kind of blamed anything I don't it doesn't go my way on Twitter and the fact that I just uh, for whatever reason I'm missing something. But uh, we do a thing called March Badness every year. And uh, those, like, we're basically, uh, for people that don't know, we, we put up a, like an NCAA type bracket, and you vote for which album you think is the worst, and we vote from 32 down to one. And the one that wins the whole thing off the fan or the listener vote uh, is the record that Elsie and I end up talking about. Uh, I bring that up only because that has by far been the biggest reaction we've had on, like, interaction with, with listeners on Twitter, have been basically voting on those polls until recently. I had a fairly nondescript comment that I thought anyway. Um, It was a a news story shared by a a music site called Complex Music. Um, And I'm going to read you the headline in there and then just give you my initial comment. And before I go in further, I'll, I'll, I'll let you share any thoughts you might have on the topic. So here's the headline. Cardi B on earning three diamond singles tied for most diamond songs ever by a female artist. And then the Cobras and Fire page commented, which was me. These accomplishments mean little compared to the days before streaming. (laughs) Any thoughts before I carry on?
0: Yeah, (laughs) totally agree. It's uh, you can I can click seven thousand times, put it on repeat, walk away. People do that. Yeah, (laughs) the numbers—it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, to me, that the idea and first of all, the fact that we're talking about diamonds single. Versus album yeah. is is you know one of the first telling things there. It's like I don't know if there was ever been a diamond single during my time of paying attention to music until the album format kind of died. So
0: there's nothing invested. You didn't have to go buy anything. You didn't have to you know. Ugh. And and to be honest, I can't name a single Cardi B song. And I'm well, kind of proud of. Them.
1: There's that, and we'll get into that a little <laughs> bit here too. And that that might be. We're a couple, you know, old guys. You know what I mean? Who like sure, metal? Sure. Uh, so th- there might be. I'm not going to say that's the the biggest problem here, but uh, um, uh, I I've heard her music and I think it's a stretch to call it music. But again, like what you like. I don't mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Uh, oh, unless yeah, okay. unless it's Beyonce, then it's I have to intervene because it's complete garbage and she's talented.
0: <laughs> All right. So the first comment now, that now, I does get. That, does that include? Does that include Destiny's Child?
1: No, 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 um, uh There's a couple Destiny's Child songs.
0: Okay, I, I agree. Like. <laughs> I agree too.
1: Her solo <laughs> g- music is just complete yeah. garbage. It's it's. it's, I, bl- it's I blame Jay Z. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It, my God. All right. So the first person chimes in here. This is now now just to set this up. I'm officially being attacked by Cardi B fans, not Beyonce fans. And in my post, I did not mention a thing about Cardi B. I just talked about the accomplishment. That's it. You know, I I don't like Cardi B. I think her music's garbage, but that wasn't my point. It could be anybody. It could be me, and the point would still be the same. It does not mean the same thing. Like you said, there's nothing invested. My God, the record store did not need to pay a, pay rent. They didn't need to turn the lights on. They didn't need to hire a person. They didn't need to buy a cash register. They didn't need to do pay their taxes. You didn't need to get in your car. You didn't need to go there. You didn't need to have a job to make money to afford the gas, the car, and the money you needed for the record. None of that stuff is there. You didn't need to do any of that. That alone just tells me it's not the same. My god. And then the idea that you can automate this shit too. I mean, there's a I don't see how there's an argument here as I'm getting it. Maybe it's kind of a, a pithy comment. If someone attacked me on that, I'd say it's all right. But here's the first comment. Then why doesn't everybody have a diamond record? And to that okay. I just said, "Ugh. What, what the fuck you want me to say?" <laughs> I, I should've, should've. All right, so then the, that I'm not going to call these people out because I don't know that I don't know them personally, and I just the, the comments are more fun. And I just think it's kind of neat. All right, uh, so another person came in. No, they don't. Streams are converted, they capitalized in sales, not reduced. A diamond song will sell 10 million today and would said 10 million in the 60s. Sorry, and I'm going to say sorry. No, it wouldn't. Absolutely yeah, not. Absolutely not.
2: <laughs> because
1: first of all, how many of those 10 million streams? were people that actually didn't like the song. I mean, are you going to go buy a record? And like, well, I'm going to buy this. You're not going to send 10 million uh, records of anything if people don't like it. So I don't know how much. You don't even know if people like what they're fucking listening to. Now, it gets broken down here. I'm going to skip the comments that break this out. Because I don't know if it's fact or not. But basically, it's something like 1,500 streams equal one sale. As far as the math and how they determine 10 million. And then... You have to listen to at least 30 seconds. To me, all of that just supports what I'm saying. Uh, it's just not the same. It just doesn't mean what it used to. And then so gonna, someone else comes in. These actually mean more because, <laughs> because streams equate to less sales. Again, my response, that literally makes no sense. <laughs> Uh, let me see if I can get something so now we get to the math where someone's like telling me what it takes and I'm an idiot and all that kind of stuff um and so another guy says uh only 64 people have done it with or without streaming it's a huge accompl- accomplishment so stop hating and I just said all it says is it means less than it used to pretty much stating a fact stop calling it hating um and now it's where it get, kind of gets a little fun uh, where, where people start calling me a crusty old guy here hold on <laughs> <laughs> I would wear that proudly. Yeah, okay. It takes more streams to get a sale. So diamond. So a diamond record in an era where sales are becoming more and more obsolete, meaning you need tens of thousands more streams is impressive. By the way, tens of thousands? No, tens of thousands, millions more. Sure, whatever, but you, you don't even know. So what you said makes no sense. Oh, well, now I'm the idiot. Uh, um, <laughs> um, I said 1,500 s- streams takes 15 seconds. You can't even get through the checkout of a purchase that fast. These, this is for me again. These accomplishments don't mean what they used to. I just keep kind of re- repeating that that um, mantra. To you, they don't," says this guy. Fortunately, you aren't that important. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, to it, so to him, I said, "Well, tell it to the bank accounts. On average, fifteen hundred dollars in sales. Let's just say whatever you bought a single MP three, whatever, you, however you bought it, equals about one hundred fifty dollars to the artist." 1,500 streams equals $1.95. So now you got some math there that says financially it's not the same. You know what I mean? You, you can stream a song and hate it. You don't have to leave your house. You don't have to buy anything. We talked about all that stuff. The personal investment is a fraction of what it was. It doesn't mean what it used to be. Again, I'm just trying to hit the home. And then another guy pops in now. He wants to join the fight. Yes, it quite literally is a fraction of what it used to mean. 1500 to be exact i feel that's pretty fair now that's actually a, a a solid comment i don't i just i don't even know how you equate it i don't this is where we get to the crux of this it, it is just more of this the last thing i'll say on the twitter exchange was that i mentioned to somebody that like what you're saying is that like if i hike to the top of mount everest and you take a helicopter You think we've both achieved the same? It means the same thing. And he he came back. This tweet has been deleted, so he must have realized how dumb he sounded. He's like, I got to the top. (laughs) You got to the top. We both got what we wanted. It is the same. And I'm like... It's a goddamn analogy, man. What the fuck? You know, I'm just saying it. It's a lot fucking harder to walk to the top than it is to take a plane. I don't know if you can actually fly a helicopter up there. But you know, you know what I'm saying. Like if they had an escalator that took you up, and you, you fucking sat down in a chair and had dinner on your ride up, and you're gonna say, yeah, basically the same. You know, so, uh, so that was my metaphor. But th- this is kind of what we're getting at with all this stuff, where it's just like. I don't even know what you do. I don't know what's fair. I think it's fair to... You know what? I actually don't have a problem with the what they do, and, and then they have these awards and all that stuff. It's still pretty impressive to to have that many streams and things of that nature. I just... I don't know the answer, man. You know what I mean? I have my problems with streaming as it is, as far as the payout to the artist, but it is the format that seems to be shifting for, for millions of people. This is their way of listening to music. So you have to come up with something. And If this is what they came up with, fine. I'm not trying to even ask any, I'm not asking for any change. I'm literally just saying, don't fucking tell me 10 million, you know, I, the, the people can, can contribute to this and hate it. You know what I mean? It's just, To me, that's just not the same.
0: To say that it's it to devalue it even more, you got that the whole deregulation of, of radio from back from ninety three that's just caused you know was is it like four companies own every I single radio? Three.
1: There's some independence yeah. still, you know. There's one up in Saint Cloud, Minnesota. Right. There's a really good one out of Wisconsin. I hate to say, but uh yeah, I I don't think people understand how much that contributed to their hatred of radio
0: three program directors, you're just being force-fed the dribble that they want you to listen to over and over and over again. That I loved in back in the day that broke because of, you know, some homegrown show or mm-hmm. some yeah, and and just doesn't exist. Not even not even a chance. Do you so. remember that band Sheriff?
1: Yeah, Baby. that song became a hit like three years after it was released because a station, I think, in Las Vegas started playing it, and then it just got picked up. And I remember, right. like, it just it was like a shitty cover and all this, like, like the album cover. I'm talking about the artwork, but uh, so that that that's a real life example that I can put a finger. On. Now I don't know if they were a local band, but that just showed you the power that radio could have. Now, yeah, normally it, to get a song like that on the radio during the '80s, you needed a bag of cocaine and ten grand. So <laughs> right, not just something right, to but, like a song.
0: A DJ had a little bit of control over what they played, and they could. They could make a difference. I know uh, Killer Dwarfs, for example, they had a huge <laughs> following in Texas, in Texas, because of a, of a random DJ started playing some, some of their songs, and uh, they could sell really well down there. All right. All right. Yeah.
1: All right. yeah. Uh, are they on the cruise? <laughs> they are. Yes, they are. I think I knew that uh, LC, uh ran down a list, and I was like, well, yeah, you got to check them out. So,
0: Yeah, uh, tell them to check them out. They still put on a great show, a lot of fun. Um, I I, this is really
1: random, but before I, I I just want to make sure I get it in there before we're done here tonight. Can you say the
0: last three letters of the alphabet for us? You want me to say (laughs) XYZ? Yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Unlike the band XYZ, but all right,
1: is XYZ on the cruise this year?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That I don't know. Uh, know Have you done
1: the Monsters of Rock cruise ever? Just a rich thing. Yeah.
0: No, that's a that's a rich thing. I'm a, I'm pretty much a home guy. We decided f- quite a few years ago to uh, buy a cottage, and uh, <laughs> the cottage the cottage is our, our vacation and our sanctuary, and we're in the planning stages of making it our home. So no, can, it's uh, a floor uh, of dirt. <laughs> <laughs> not quite, but uh, yeah, it's it's not winterized, so we have to shut it down each winter, which sucks. Yeah, no, and, I've
1: I've uh, had a lot of fun at your expense over your cottage. Um, <laughs> uh, how many washrooms does your cottage have?
0: One small one. It's one. a pretty small cottage, so mm. about six hundred square feet. But we're we're looking to enlarge it. We're legally only allowed to enlarge it five hundred square feet. But uh,
1: oh, wow, they have some yeah. uh, pretty weird rules up there in Canada
0: it's not a Canadian it's a we're, because we're on the Trent River, it's governed by this conservation authority mm. and they want to keep the uh the lot of rules for keeping that w- river oh I pristine. got it absolutely understand <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that yeah like a lot of the
1: ecological stuff yeah. there like the the in Minnesota there's the boundary waters they're up there on the border of Canada they uh, it's pretty strict what you can do you know basically a, a canoe and uh I don't know you're gonna smell like you smell while you're up there you know there's no you know. <laughs> Well, uh, how about this on the Canadian front? How's your French? Not good. Yeah,
0: not good. Um, we we had to take French up until grade nine in school. Grade nine, and uh, I remember very little of it, other than other than. Uh, how far we, of a
1: walk was it to school in grade nine?
0: <laughs> For me, I I lived about. I just had to walk across. Uh, a small field and then the football field, and I was right at school. So I was about eight, eight minutes away. Was right.
1: Oh, how many Tim Hortons between your house and school? Then that eight <laughs> three, minute walk. Three. Three. What is it that you guys uh, also You bow to the Queen of England, but you speak French, but only in certain parts.
0: It's, I don't even understand any of that. How did that come about? Well, uh, there were a large amount of French settlers. Actually, I think possibly before uh, the uh, English settlers came, came around. But. I uh, <laughs> No. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea So well Quebec is the only uh, province that is, is completely French speaking and then for some reason new, they spilled out into a little bit into New Brunswick so part of New Brunswick has an official French language and, uh, and, and Quebec
1: Montreal is in Quebec right? Yes yeah, yeah. So the, and the, in
0: Montreal if you, if you work in the service industry you have to be able to speak English it's hmm. by law yeah. <laughs> they have made a fucking lot, but only in Montreal, only in the city. Once Mont- you go outside Montreal. the city, all bets are off. They may not speak a word.
1: How do you say house?
0: Uh, I think it's maison.
1: <laughs> no, like no. How do you, <laughs> you know, Wally Gators, say house in English? <laughs> I say house. <laughs> yeah, house. What about uh, where are the glorious sons from uh, King? Uh, oh well, fuck. In- Kingston. Kingston. Yeah, uh, you ever been to Kingston?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah you have to. Basically, if you want to go to Ottawa or Montreal, you kind of have to drive through Kingston, hmm. which, of course, is the home of the Tragically Hip also, and, um, and Don Cherry, I believe.
1: Don Cherry, you say? Yes. Hockey night in, uh, in Canada. Oh, the fucking phones ringing during hockey night. Who's calling
3: during hockey night in Canada? Who the fuck even has a hard line anymore? I'm about to rip the fucking phone out of the What's next? You're gonna have someone deliver a pizza during the fucking overtime? You got it.
0: Uh, do you play hockey? I played organized hockey uh, when I was like five years old to I was seven years old, and uh, it didn't treat me very well health wise. I got pneumonia four times. And the doctor oh. basically told my parents, "Yeah, hockey's not for him."
1: Wow, <laughs> it's just uh, yeah. that that uh, that Jamaican uh, party or whatever.
0: I guess so. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> no, it was it was little league baseball after that. And uh, now, how far yeah. away do you you
1: and Rich live? Then how many how long does it take to walk to? His-
0: <laughs> if I were to drive to Rich's place, it's probably 25 minutes. Okay. Taking the bus. So, so not far. Uh, in our stupid subway system, it's about an hour and 15 or so. Okay. Yeah.
1: Do you guys kind of host your radio show out of both your, your, your own places, And I assume?
0: For a long time, uh, when my former employer let us use my showroom to record, which was great. After hours, we had the place to ourselves. It was dead quiet. There were no interruptions. And then career-wise moved into different territories. We recorded a bunch of times at Rich's and a bunch of times at my place, but now our schedule is so... um, My new job is like really Monday to Friday, straight days, and he works at the restaurant pretty much every single weekend, and so it's uh, hard even just to get together. So we actually got the Rockpile have graciously let us use their their dressing room downstairs so we can show up there and order some food and and, uh, record in the 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 bowels of the rock pile.
1: back into some show material here wally um right. now I, I guarantee by the time i get around to doing something with lc again um, with his travels and stuff and, and we got the march badness stuff coming on this might be an old issue so i'm going to get into it with, with you uh, but i, I the back of my head, I'm like, he's definitely got some thoughts on this, I will probably hit this at, at some point at a later time. But the whole Spotify Joe Rogan Neil Young thing uh, kind of came out. Um, and just to recap, basically, Neil Young doesn't like some of the uh, COVID uh, uh, discussions that Joe, the, the guests he has on, are a little fringe. Um, he has promoted, uh, well, uh, let's just call them um, controversial views, and, and as far as like. Uh, uh, how to treat it. Like we, he got COVID and, and did pretty much everything but the vaccine, even though earlier on he was like, well, I'm I'm younger enough. I'm, I'm healthy enough. I'm just going to trust my immune system. But then once he got it, he threw everything but uh, like kind of like generally accepted uh, treatment at it. But so for whatever it's worth, uh, it, this is out there in, in the world. And I wanted to kind of like uh, pick your brain and have a discussion about this because I think – my biggest problem with this is is that defenders of Spotify, and by the way, my feelings on Spotify are probably gonna make people think I have this one specific slant, and this is gonna be an easy spot for Baco to jump in. And also, with my, I've shared my feelings on vaccines and things of that nature, and 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 kind of how how we're sitting. I actually might might surprise a handful of people with with my views on this, uh, to, but it seems like the people defending Spotify kind of come from this kind of a uh, I don't know it just seems moronic to me. It's just like, well, Neil Young's just old; he's out of touch. Who cares? Who's Neil Young? Doesn't matter. That kind of stuff, right? Right, um, right? And I don't think it, that has anything to do with the situation. the 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 The, the comment that I've made a couple times is. You know, Spotify's not a hero. Joe Rogan is not a victim, and Neil Young is not a villain. Um, that said, and 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 why is it okay? Why are we defending? Um, like, like I've seen some people say I'm against censorship of any form, and we'll touch on that at a certain point. And I'll let, I'll I'll tip it to you here in a second. If you want to get into any of that, um, feel free. But I'm just going to say it. This is not censorship. This is not anything remotely close to that at all but uh everybody has their own vested interest in this whole process including neil young which you know i, I, I got that i have an issue with with some of the things he's done but first of all my podcast was kicked off spotify and no right. nobody said well you're silencing Baco." I'm against, you know. All right. <laughs> Meanwhile, you, you know those same people are are like acting like somehow Spotify is the the proponent, the defender of free speech. No, they're defending an investment. Um, and you my know, big investment. And, and and look, um, my feelings on Spotify. Well, first of all, their their, their owner has a last name Eck, which is kind of close to Ick, and he kind of looks like a a, a DC villain. Um. So he's not a very sympathetic guy. But seriously, the Spotify is not the only problem with streaming. I mean, all streaming platforms pay shit to the artist. Is the it, Spotify is the biggest, so, so they're the biggest target. But I just to be clear, I don't. Just anybody thinks I'm unaware. It's it's a problem across the board, no matter where you stream music. If that's the way we're gonna go, let's just find a way to get the money to the artist, uh, or or at least more right. of it. That's that's all I've ever asked for. Um. And, and so that said. What is your overall take on this and And I'll just kind of turn the floor to you a little bit.
0: well, it's ironic in one sense is that I used to listen to Joe Rogan quite regularly
1: yeah.
0: prior to him joining spotify and, and again it, I, when I say quite regularly, it was basically guest driven I okay would, you know. Hundred percent, hundred percent
1: here too. He did. He does a lot of UFC, UFC stuff, which doesn't really appeal to me. Right, um, exactly. but he also talked fabulous interviews. My favorite Dave roth interview of all time.
0: Oh yeah, a great absolutely. example. But anyway, carry agree, on. agree. So, so to be to if, it was funny because when he signed the Spotify deal, and it was it, it became more of a pain in the ass for me to download it and listen to it on my own time. I I went. Uh, Long time without hearing any episode after he he made that jump. Um As far as the whole streaming thing, I, it was funny when when you guys got pulled down, you and Decibel Geek and what have you yeah. off of the Spotify, whole
1: group. It, Just a it, it, you know, a yeah, lot of them,
0: it, a lot of them, and and that was it. It didn't affect Spotify Canada. We were still going, mm-hmm. and and they didn't they didn't and we were still playing songs. So it would, we were, we were biding our time waiting for the, for the ax to come down. And that was one of the the reasons that Rich and I started the radio station. Like, um, we wanted to be as legitimate as we could. So now we're one of those people that pay artists fractions of pennies, but at least we put our foot forward to do that. And it's costing us money to do that because we got to pay for the licensing. Right. Um, it is what it is. Um, it's a so, little different with fair.
1: radio because uh, if I tune in, I'm not going to be able to pick the songs I want to listen to, make a playlist or whatnot. I'm listening to CGCM radio. Yeah. So and yeah. anyway.
0: Yeah. And, uh, but again, back to the Neil Young. So I, I respect his right to to disagree with, with Joe Rogan so strongly that he has every right to pull his music down. Um, and then, of course, Joni Mitchell followed suit, and I'm sure now the, all the memes going around of uh, you know when is tough taking down their Spotify songs and, and so <laughs> <snowboard>.
1: forth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a Real quick side note on that. Um, there's been a couple funny ones, but most of them are just tired, and it is getting to be too much. But I, oh, I yeah. really enjoyed Millie Vanilli is going to take somebody else's music. Yeah, off yeah. Spotify.
0: <laughs> that was good. That was good. Ah, uh, you know, as far as I. I think they're they're a little concerned uh again protecting their investment, uh-huh. but uh is what it is i i I just kind of watched it from afar i defend i defend Joe Rogan's right to you know say what he's saying uh freedom of speech but i I also agree that you know that comes with repercussions and you know but I get the whole everyone dogging Neil Young, but he's always stood up for what he believes yeah. in
1: yeah it gets sticky though um on the Neil young front shortly after that he launches some like like a great beautiful partnership with amazon when now entirely different issue, but Amazon is hardly an example of like uh uh a corporate entity like being like a positive influence in society you know what i mean i mean yeah. they, they have their own sins to pay for as well they're they're, they're definitely yeah. not infallible let's put it that way um and on uh, with with neil versus uh uh joe rogan and, and this is where i I'll, I'll i'll kind of poke at some of the people defending joe at neil's expense i first of all i haven't listened to joe rogan's show since he went to spotify because i don't use spotify Um, I haven't heard other than snippets that have been shared things, you know, I just don't know. You know what I mean? So I can't really comment what he's been doing, but it does sound like he's kind of gone to that kind of like, uh... Just a line short of QAnon kind of stuff like that. Uh, the point being is that, like, if I haven't heard and I haven't divested into or invested into it, uh, I, I really can't get too much on, onto what he's doing. But I, I do think there's we we talk about free speech, but you know, there's also putting misinformation out there, and then also having influence right. and being a little sloppy with it. Uh, these are things that I think it would be easier if Joe Rogan just left the the COVID talk you know alone i think plenty of people who thought that about me the one episode that we did talking about vaccines um, um and that's fine and, and and i think that's a valid point but to me that's kind of where where i think is easier but let's 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 just say put it out there like if if you defend joe rogan for for having these guests on and only these kind of like this side of the story guests and saying he's just asking questions then you, you should also have no problem with neil young saying look, i don't want to be part of this you know what I mean that that, that that's just a decision. Yeah, it is kind of the same argument. You, know, you you can't defend one guy's free speech or or free thought or or the right to do these things and then say he's censoring Joe Rogan by removing his music. That's fucking idiotic. That's not what he's doing. And Spotify is saying no problem. Is really just them saying we put a lot of money into this. And, uh, and for the yeah. math fans out there, a uh, friend of show, Ron Young, Little Caesar, you know, uh, I, I, I always enjoy his post. But he, no, I'm trusting his math, I haven't broken it down. But, but he basically broke it down to where it's like, if you took every song that was on Spotify and played it one time, it still wouldn't equal $100 million to the artist. You know what I mean? And so, like, are you telling me that as a creative entity, Joe Rogan is worth more than all this other art that's out there? Right. Now, we all know what commerce is and, and how this stuff works. You know what I mean? Uh, the starting quarterback of any football team in the NFL, are they really more valuable than a teacher that that uh, you know educates our our children or a doctor or something like that but the reality is it's a marketing thing the fact joe rogan can make that money back you know we pay college coaches a ridiculous sums of money but typically the ones that get paid that kind of money have programs that make more money than they're spending on the coach so it does actually help. So I don't think that's necessarily a fair comparison, but it is very interesting to think of that. Like you can literally play every song on Spotify once and the total would not equal a hundred million dollars.
0: Back to Joe Rogan for a quick second. When I was still kind of listening to him and I, uh, this was early on in the pandemic, he wasn't, he wasn't again, I don't know what's happened since, but I know he was a, a big proponent in, in, Looking at healthier lifestyles for people uh, as a way to, to, you know, keep it at bay and, and vitamins. And I, I listened to an episode where the doctor was talking all about vitamins and how so many of the people hospitalized back in the very first wave were identified as vitamin D. I think it was vitamin D deficient. Okay. And, uh, and things like that. And, and he had a point, Right. It was, well, uh, I don't know. Like the 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 thing is, like, just like I
1: can't educated, I can't speak educatedly on like what he's been doing on his show the last few years. Yeah, I don't yeah. know that that comment is even accurate. You know what I mean? I, I'll tell you this: exercise. Having good fight, having a good diet, being in, in better yeah. shape. These all help with recovery, with your immune system. Now, everybody's different, so it doesn't equal everybody the same way. There's nothing wrong with promoting that kind of stuff, but again, only bringing on like a doctor that is largely discredited, talking about, but but his industry is in. The, look, it's just to me, it's it's again, you know what it really comes down to, Wally. It's like question everything except the people. That are questioning everything. It's like, well, if you're going to question science, why are you not questioning the science behind, you know, horse dewormer? You know what I mean? Literally, pl- like, uh, places that's th- like livestock places were making people prove they had animals before they would sell them this stuff because of what was happening. So don't tell me this bullshit that it's like, well, a doctors prescribe this for humans. Yeah, but that's not what's fucking happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> It's just not, you know, it it, it doesn't mean that it can't work or don't work. I don't know. But to me, again, that's another thing that kind of I think I can defend Joe Rogan a little bit on. With this being a novel virus, there's so much stuff, especially on the early end, that we were learning and changing as we went on. It does seem a bit hypocritical to hold Joe Rogan to a fucking podcaster (laughs) to a standard that the CDC can't meet. You know what I mean? It's because uh, I understand that that like you know well we we make certain changes as we go as we learn more, but uh, you know and, and on top of that you know what did you want from Joe Rogan? He basically came out and said you know what I'm going to try to do a better job of pulling in alternative views when I have these kind of controversial guests. It, you know he basically said you know what I could do a better job and, and I'm going to try. What more do you want? Isn't that exactly the outcome that we're looking for here? You know what I mean? If we are gonna have a conversation and we are gonna question things, he's saying that you know what, I'm gonna to try to bring in people from a, an opposing viewpoint more than I have.
0: And no matter who he interviews, he just lets them go. Which is Sure. No, right? no, he he's Why he's, he's very Robert good at his, his job. Behavior. He really is. <laughs> and you know, he lets he lets Nuge go too. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you are you upset that Nuge thinks uh he, or, uh that you're a dirtbag.
0: Oh, wait a minute. Canadians?
1: No, you 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 personally, Wally. Personally. Yeah <laughs> yeah um i'll touch on that real quick yeah so he uh well no, not, not, he uh he's talking about canadians and being a canadian that means you too although in fair if, if it makes you feel better a uh, kid rock called minnesota dumbfuckistan. uh so <laughs> uh, we got that going for that we can kind of share our misery but all right so yeah he was interviewed um by a woman called christy lay uh i'm not sure who she is or she does a. Oh, if it's an article that she wrote or a blog or if it's a podcast or something. But anyway, he, um, he blasted uh, Neil Young for wanting to censor people. Again, it's not censorship to say like, I don't, I mean, what if, if, if I'm not going to play your, in your living room today, Wally, am I, are you, am I forcing, am I censoring you because I don't want to play music in Canada? Come on. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, so here's what Nugent said, uh, Number one, he's a Canadian, so he started at the back of the shit kicker line. <laughs> Let's just stop there. How do you feel yeah. about that one?
0: Uh- <laughs> I consider the source, man. <laughs> All right, so I love song about the barbecue. It's, hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: you and know I like the barbecue. <laughs> you, me, and Nuge. Well, bar- you know, I'll I'll be hot tubbing with Ron Keel and grilling with you and Nuge. Uh, he says, Canadians are great people, but some of them, Wally, like Americans and everybody else in the world, got so stoned that their brains got burnt. Have Have Ozzy form a sentence for you. And I love the man. But comfortably numb is uncomfortably dumb. And Neil Young is a poster child for that. When you do that much mind-destroying chemicals upon yourself, your brain is burnt and you struggle to find logic, truth, and common sense, which is one of my favorite catchphrases that he's mm-hmm. been using now. Yeah. Uh, Neil Young has no common sense. He's out of his mind, and all you can do is pray for him and ignore his stupidity. That's what I do. I always love when someone claim, claims to invoke, like, the Christian prayer or, or some Christian belief into insults. It's just like, <laughs> what would Jesus say? Canadians are stupid. Just pray for him. Ugh. So there's the nooch uh, for you. Are you gonna defend Canada on this?
0: I, I don't see a need. <laughs> Ted.
1: <laughs> oh my god. you know, I'm I'm not a big Neil Young fan, How are
0: you? Not really. I Neil Young is in the in the Bob Dylan world of he can write a good song. Hmm. I just prefer someone else to sing it.
1: Fair enough. Um I like Neil as a singer better than Bob, but uh,
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he can pass a little bit a little bit better.
1: But I've definitely spent more him. time of my own time searching out and listening to Joe Rogan's podcast than ever had Neil Young's music. And that's not saying a lot about either this one of them, true. to be honest with you. But
0: <laughs> I would say the same. Uh, but he's got a few good tracks.
1: So, look, if artists want to pull themselves off for this stuff, I guess my, my attitude is like, yeah, that's, that's fine if that's what you want to do. Um I'm not sure that it's, that it's a solution or it, it can help. There was reports that they lost $2 billion in, in value or something like that. But if you dig into that a little more, you even find out that, was, that that was happening prior to this. And it's just, it, I'm I'm not a big blame the media or the fake news and all that stuff, but that does seem kind of a sensationalized kind of aspect to this, that they're just trying to say, oh, look, oh, Neil got took him down. But uh, God bless you, Neil. Um, do what you want to do. Uh, Joe Rogan, I'm trying to dance around my personal views on, on what he's covering and stuff like that for a couple reasons. One, I, I, well, I, I clearly don't know enough about it. I haven't listened to it firsthand and and that kind of stuff. And I do think it's okay to bring somebody on who is like an Alex Jones kind of guy who he's talked to. I've listened to him interview him. The problem I have is, is, is more the listener that he's attracting in the way their brain works. Because again, if you're going to question everything, why are you not clearly calling bullshit on Joe Rogan 10 minutes into an Alex Jones interview? Because it's like, this is... This is pretty softball shit. That was probably one of the last things I listened to uh, on on his show. Was when the last time he well, before going to Spotify, he had had Alex Jones on anyway. I don't know if he's done it since, but and that's okay. But I wasn't like take this down i wasn't like this has to you know be buried but it seemed there was some pretty obvious stuff that he could have challenged him on and that he didn't that's let's put it that way uh yeah and and maybe he's doing more of that and i've heard people saying that he's kind of gone a little further but his public comments and i've watched a couple of the videos that he said since he kind of he seems like the same guy to me um so uh the only thing i will say i will flat out say i remember him saying i trust my immune system and then the moment he gets covid he no longer trusts it Uh, But, but, uh, again, though, there's hypocrisy all over the place. There's misinformation everywhere on both sides. You know, and and sometimes people people get it wrong. And sometimes, you know, um, but at the same time, that doesn't mean Neil Young is wrong or doing anything he shouldn't do until he, like, cozies up with Jeff Jeff Bezos. If somehow that's your fucking, I don't know. (laughs) This is is a company that handles things right. Well, you want to ask their employees what it's like to work for them, you know what I mean? So,
0: but Neil's not going to miss his three hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah deck, right? that's a, probably a little bit high. I'd say fifty-four yeah. bucks. What's he going <laughs> to? How's he going to uh, recover that money? But uh, I do think Spotify pays more than Amazon. Music. I, I, I'm not sure. On that. Uh, Wally, I'm going to end this with um, uh, a game that that you had me do with uh, on on your podcast when you were in Nashville. Okay, um, all right. And I think now, how many questions I had to pick? I, you, you threw Canadian slang at me, and it was yeah, ten. I think we 10.
0: had eleven. I think we had eleven questions. Eleven. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's
1: very Canadian yeah. of you. Yeah, it's eleven. Uh, um, <laughs> is is in does in Canadian math does that equal ten American numbers?
0: Well, if you do the dollar conversion, not quite. <laughs> all right, man.
1: Um, I'm going to do my best here. There's a handful of these. Uh, handful of these, but uh, um, all right. So the first question. So some of these, are, by the way, some of these are questions, and some are just. I'm going to ask you to, to define the slang term. Is that fair or unfair? I'll I will Is it okay if I ask you just one or two questions in, in, in part of my eleven?
0: that's fair. And is this, uh, so you're, you're testing me on Canadian knowledge.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right.
1: All right. Um, that's lot, we, man. That's all right. I'm going to open up with a hard one here. Uh, or at least, a, a big one. Hoser. We both know what the name means.
0: Where did it come from? Oh. well, uh, that's a great question, and I, other than the SCTV uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie is is where I first heard the term and started using the term, and uh, I, I assume that that might not be the answer, but that is uh, as far back as I get with that terminology.
1: What's the answer? Oh, you think like it just came SCTV, from there?
0: SCTV Bob and
1: Doug McKenzie. Okay, fair enough. No, you're wrong. Uh, it's a classic yeah. Canadian insult. It was originally used to insult the loser of a hockey game. Now, this is pre-Zamboni days. By the way, the Zamboni invented in Minnesota. The Zamboni uh, is what resurfaces the ice for people that aren't familiar with uh, uh, the the fringe sport of hockey. (laughs) Fringe? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I stand by it. It should not be played where ice doesn't form naturally long enough to skate on it. Anyway, uh, which is all of Canada. So Canada's good, man. I think you need oh more goodness. teams. Let's yeah. get rid of the California teams. Um,
0: Hamilton never did get one.
1: Yeah, there we go. Let's get let's get Hamilton a hockey team. We'll call them the, right. the Wally Gators. Uh, <laughs> Hamilton Wally Gators. Anyway, but, but, so before the Zamboni, they actually had to rink to, uh, hose the rink down. And what they would do um, yeah. is they would have the that was like kind of like how you, who had to do it, was the team that lost. So, you're a hoser. You have to hose down the ice. That's awesome. Uh,
0: all right. I will take uh, this knowledge and and <laughs> and, and go for
1: <laughs> All right. So that's uh, 0 for one. Oh. All right. All right. So now we'll just get into some uh, descriptions here. You tell me what this is. Uh, well, I'm gonna give you an easy one now because I, I threw that kind of weirdo one at you. What's a canoe?
0: Nook. It's a, uh, well, it's largely used as just a term for a Canadian.
1: All right, that uh, counts. Yeah.
0: For your schooling. Okay. All
1: right. I, t- I said it was an easy one. Cowtown. All right.
0: Cowtown. I am familiar with this term, but I am drawn a blank.
1: It's a nickname for Calgary.
0: Okay, okay, fair. Right. Never been out west, so All only right. got as far as uh, Saskatoon. And again,
1: huh? How, how long does it take to walk? Just ask
0: to- <laughs> That would be a long one, man. Long, boring walk because it's flatter than flat.
1: All right. Well, again, we're talking slang terms here. So, uh, darts. Give me darts. What's darts?
0: Darts. It's a game that you play. You uh, most often in a pub. And that's uh, literally
1: what it is. Slang. Come on, Wally.
0: Oh, slang darts. Well. Uh, I've heard it used in the term for flatulence. <laughs> That's <a> farts. <laughs> it, it has been slang for uh, for that as well.
1: Well, my source <laughs> says that is wrong. It's cigarettes. As okay, in the- yes.
0: Yes, it is. I've never smoked a day in my life, so uh, yeah, mm. I'll take a fast on that one.
1: No, <laughs> yes, it, w- what country calls up. them fags? <laughs> is it England?
0: <laughs> it is England, yes.
1: All right. Darts and fags. Yeah, I haven't had a cigarette since 2013. Well, I, I haven't smoked since 2013. I had one at a friend's funeral. All right. Well, this is going to be... I, I feel like I have to lighten this up a little bit because I believe I'm tossing one back at you that you gave me. Uh, so I oh. there's, there's no way you don't know this. What's a double-double?
0: Double-double. Tim Hortons. Two cream, two sugar in your cup.
1: Yeah, all right. I, I told you. All right. All right. What about Habs? The term Habs. H-A-B-S is a term... That uh, well, sports fans okay. will know. This has to be something you know. I, actually, I'm that sorry. This is this is one of the trivia ones. What Habs is what the Canadian, the Montreal Canadians are called by their fans or even sportscasters. What does Habs H A B S stand for, Wally?
0: Habitant, which is French for something.
1: Habitant, <laughs> basically a habit, a habitant of uh, Canada.
0: And they, I, it, it's part of the it's the H is actually in their logo, uh, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah, yes, that's a habitant habitant in Canada, I believe, is what the the, right. the Frenchman. But yeah, it's habitant Canadian habitant, but it's a CH, So, okay. all right. Anyway, what what does uh, hang a Roger mean?
0: Hang a Roger. I've never heard that term in my life. So that's. Uh, that's a goal for
1: you, man. Okay. There's, I've, well, my research tells me there's two different terms. Maybe the other one helps you. Hang a Larry. Nope. All right. If you're driving a car in Canada and the navigation system tells you to hang a Larry, it simply means to turn left.
0: Okay. I've never heard it. that. Hang a Roger right. is
1: turn right. Got it. L-R. Okay.
0: Dang it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to question some people on that. I've never heard <laughs>
1: either. All right. What about... Um, Oh, I think you did two of these. You gave me what? What? I don't think you gave me this one. Molson Muscle. What is Molson Muscle?
0: (laughs) Molson Muscle is your beer gut.
1: Yeah, right back on the board. You got four. (laughs) I don't remember what I scored on your game, but I think it was four. Uh, I think Aaron Camaro beat me with five. Uh, which has I been, think so, yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, otherwise, it uh, doesn't matter. We have uh, basically eight questions in, so there's three left here. Uh, what's a jam buster?
0: A jam buster? Yeah, I do not know this in any form, Canadian or otherwise. All right,
1: well, it's a donut filled with jam. Apparently, you can get that over well, at okay. your local Tim Hortons.
0: I have never ever heard it called a jam. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, where where did this, where does this come from? This fact of yours. I actually, so my uncle. Oh, you're
1: contesting.
0: Well, I've just never, ever heard that term. And I've been to a gazillion Tim Hortons, which is impossible not to living here. And my uncle actually owned a donut shop. He owned three donut shops in Brantford, Ontario called Doug's Donuts. And every time he opened one up, he he opened the first one. And it was quite successful for about three years, and then Tim Hortons opened up right across the street. <laughs> so he bought another location and got it off the ground, and then Tim Hortons opened up across the street, and then he tried it a third time, and they just ran him out of business because they can. They have the buying power. So uh, we, my cousin and I, used to go in. It's and like a Walmart, make, right? We used to go. In, we used to go in early and make jam busters, uh, but we would. <laughs> It wasn't called that. It was just jelly-filled donuts. And, and if you listen to... If you watch Bob and Doug McKenzie, they refer to them as jelly-filled donuts. Uh, they had lemon-filled donuts back in the day. Like mm-hmm. Lemon meringue pie. And we used to... That was my favorite. So it, you put the donut onto the machine and then you pump in one shot of... Oh, you shot it... One, one shot of lemon or or whatever. We used to just pump it until it explodes. That was our perfect our perfect
1: donut. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, because uh, my, my source material may not be the most legit... If you get this next one, we're going to push that one aside and act like it didn't happen, okay? Okay. All right. All right what about um, out for a rip? What does out for a rip mean? Out for a rip. Yep. Got me, man. It apparently has two meanings. One is going for a drive, something usually a bit extreme like off-roading or snowmobiling. The other refers to hanging out with friends, so I would have accepted either answer. but uh, So we're going to keep the score as it is. Um All right. All right. Snowbirds. So my in- Wait, wait. Snowbirds. snowbirds ain't a fucking Canadian term. I'm sorry.
0: Yes got- it is. Well, there's there's Hang on a second. There's well Snowbirds is is has kind of two different meanings, but one is truly Canadian. It's a it's a group of uh, aerial pilots. They do stunts and uh, they're called the Snowbirds. They do like super close flying formations and they come out to different events in the summertime and wow the crowds.
1: I'm going to give you that one. That puts you at five. Alright, so now to get six total points out of eleven, because that's apparently what Canadians do, what's a newfie?
0: A newfie? Well, it's the term for the Newfoundlanders. If you are (laughs) from the province of Newfoundland, you are known as a newfie and there's a gazillion newfie jokes.
1: (laughs) Well done, Wally. I... I,
0: I believe, I believe, you know, similar jokes for people in Georgia. Oh,
1: that. is that kind of like uh, I guess, uh, okay, like a hick? Uh, can I- yeah, hmm. yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, good <laughs> enough. Um, it's been a lot of fun. I really appreciate your time. We've gone long enough. Um, uh, give us a rundown. Promote yourself, buddy. Sell it. Why are you famous, sure. as Elsie as would say? Why
0: sell. are you famous? Yeah. Famous. Uh, well, uh, all I can ask is people check out CGCM Rock Radio, you can uh, find it by basically just googling our name. But we can be heard twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week on Live Three Sixty Five. Uh, most of the radio shows then go up onto Mixcloud, so you can listen at your leisure. And uh, yeah, we have a, it's a small team of very passionate metalheads with very different tastes across the board. So you never know what you're going to get. In fact, um, you will hear some pop music and some weird. Um, stuff here and there, but most right. of our mostly just rock and hard rock, and covers the gamut for sure.
1: Any chance will uh, although he hasn't announced a date yet uh, for Rock and Pod 2, I'm speaking of Chris Sinzak. Uh, will we be getting a, a reunion with the Canadians this uh, summer? Uh-huh. Any chance of that or
0: no? Nah, not not this year. Again, it's just it's a finance thing. So uh-huh. the cost of getting down there and yeah, it's probably prohibitive as we're trying to uh, renovate our cottage. <laughs> get a
1: I, I, get a proper I, I dirt like- flo- get, get, put gravel on top of that dirt floor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey man, I got a nice cottage. We got carpeting, and uh I got my Marshall fridge in there. And
1: uh, oh, really? Those things are pretty cool looking. uh You know, I I, I, I,
0: I won it. I won it. It was great. <laughs> I won it in the contest.
1: They are, they, they are. I know they're pricey. At least for what I mean, it's kind of a. It's bigger than a mini fridge, but it's not a full size fridge.
0: Exactly I actually have
1: a, a, a like a. I still have the beer fr- my, the beer fridge around the corner from me here in my basement is the one that we used to bought for the band in the late nineties off a pickup truck in an alley in Minneapolis for fifty dollars, <laughs> um, and I actually had the idea because I work for a print shop is to just basically print my own Marshall
2: poster and
1: glue it to the front of the thing, but because uh, those things are, are badass looking, man. Uh, but anyway, well, good, good. Look, I, I give you a hard time, bust your balls, but of course, I'm sure everything is good and nice. Uh, you know, I I I only pick on Canada because I'm jealous. Uh, I've actually have a lot of fascination with that. Uh, we didn't even get into that weird football you guys play up there. Uh, whoa, and... whoa,
0: whoa! We should talk about that because oh, it's wanted... a be- it's a far it's a better game, man. Come on. <laughs> I, I've always. I grew up. I grew up on CFL, and my grandfather was a diehard, uh, and he would drag me to games. Which Rough Riders team
1: did he root for? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, there were only two teams out of eight teams. Yeah, there were only two that were called so. Twenty
1: five percent of the league is called the Rough Riders.
0: Not anymore. Uh, there's <laughs> doubt. It, there was the Ottawa Rough Riders in the East, and there were which makes no sense. Uh, whatsoever, and then there was the Saskatchewan reference. Having two so, teams
1: with the same name makes no sense, Wally.
0: I I, I totally agree. I totally agree. But one was, was
1: one word, and one was two words. That was the big separation, right?
0: That's true. That's true. So now, but then Ottawa renamed their team, mm. uh, and they are now the. the to be, I, I to be honest, would prefer the Rough Riders because <laughs> at least it made sense. Uh, they are now the Ottawa Red Blacks. I kind of like red hey, color. I'm Not really sure. Pick a color. Uh, that's kind of
1: cool. You know, um, yeah. to this day, um, I overpaid in the early days of online internet shopping for a uh, well, you would call it a toque, an, Edm- an Edmonton Eskimos, uh, a winter hat. I have no idea where that thing ended up, and I fucking loved it. It was uh, the 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 just that that little ee logo. I always loved.
0: Yeah, you bet. So I was a Tiger Cat fan through and through. I grew up just outside of Hamilton. So I am not a Toronto fan when it comes to uh, when it comes to football. But uh, yeah, it's three downs instead of four downs. There's how a, is that?
1: How is that better? That's less.
0: It's less. Well, because it it makes the passing game far more important. They, they there's you know, I've always said with with NFL, if you could just run it two and a half yards and get first downs. Like it's only two and a half yards. You kind of have to kind of got to throw the ball more. I find makes it more exciting. And then there's a couple of rules that I just never understood in the NFL. I I, I refer to them as pansy rules. Um, <laughs> the whole uh, sorry, I'm sorry. But, but first of all, I'm sorry. You're what? Uh, there are two two rules that no, I just but don't y- get.
1: You said you're what?
0: Pansy rules. I, no, 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 no 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 no. So you so said that. a
1: word in there like like I'm I am so, 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 i can with the story story. I I I'm not familiar with that word
0: you realize that there—that that is in <laughs> Canada, the, 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 the phrase sorry cannot be used as an admittance of guilt in the court of law?
1: X, Y, Z.
0: There we go. I learned so, it in the two washroom. Rules, two NFL rules that I will never understand that, that the CFL just nails it. Quarterbacks, they get in trouble. I, I watch it every time in the NFL and they just throw the ball away. That I that in in you get a penalty for that in Canada. It's called intentional grounding, and they will call it every they have time. Intentional grounding
1: the NFL. They too.
0: never call it. They well, never call it. There's rules of
1: what anyway. Carry on. I'll, I'll 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 cover this in a second.
0: But intentional grounding, like in in the CFL, if you throw it purposely uh, out to the sideline just to end the play, or you throw it nowhere near a single receiver, you're called. And the other one is. the 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 safety for kicks so which doesn't exist in the nfl if 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 you if we kick off and we kick it through the end zone you get a point really yeah absolutely right so just a kickoff right and 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 your your Where, uh, where, where do you
1: kick where do you kick off from what what yard line
0: well, the 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 field is ten yards longer.
1: I understand, but like when you're kicking yeah, off, field, what do you what do, what, what's the starting point?
0: I believe it's the twenty-five yard line. Okay. Okay, so so, so it doesn't
1: happen really. It's not very common.
0: Not very common. Um, yeah, but if you if if you kick it into the end zone, you they have their choice of running it out or or taking the safety. They drop to the knee and they but you the other team get the kicking team would get a point for that. And that adds the dynamic. So there's no, and there's no fair catch rule. Like we have what's called a no yards penalty where. (laughs) That
1: sounds Canadian.
0: (laughs) So, so I'm kicking to your team. You catch the ball. We have to, we can't be like two inches away from you. We, I think we have to give them five yards of space from the time they catch the ball, but then it's fair game. Then you are going to get crushed. And, and you can't just kneel down and say, okay, we're going to move to the 20 yard line. That doesn't, that's, I, I, again, run the ball. you paid to run the ball, catch the ball, run the ball.
1: (laughs) Almost all the rules you don't like are are designed to minimize injury. Um, Now I'll flat out tell you, I think the way we've um, the NFL has, 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 they're definitely making it too easy for the offense. It almost seems like, you know, defense doesn't really matter anymore um is on and, and the reason I don't like it is because it used to be like if you had a great quarterback you still needed to put things around him but now you can just have like one of the five best quarterbacks and you're in the mix every year yeah. um no matter who the who they're they're fucking playing with meanwhile teams that actually establish a good roster but have one of the quarter one of the 20 quarterbacks that aren't you know Tom Brady or that kind of thing they're basically fucked they you know they they need so many things to go right for them just to even be in the conversation and i don't like that and, and it does seem it, it's i i look football is a violent sport and I really don't know how to I'm not going to try to solve NFL's problems, but I just don't like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I really wish uh, grounding. You know, I, I don't mind when it's like you're clearly just running away and then throwing it. But you're right. It doesn't get called enough. And they should loosen it up a little bit because they get to the point where they watch a replay and they freeze it. And then like they look at where the like the right or left tackle is, the, where the quarterback's ankle is. And it's just I don't know. It. Uh but yeah, come on. Canadian football is silly. It's got that giant end zone that doesn't even seem to end. Uh, I don't get the three down thing. It's like, and if you like passing, well then you know the the, the grounding rule helps that. You know, it's like because that keeps the good passers healthy. They don't get beat up too much. Not everybody's yeah. Doug Flutie, Wally.
0: Hey, good reference, man. Flutie flakes. <laughs>
1: Thank you again, Wally. Uh, make sure you to check out CGCM Radio. Um, give, give my best to Rich. Uh, nope, I, I sure think he, he's probably shirtless and Elsie is pant, pantless right now uh, in, the, in the same cabin somewhere in, in uh, uh, the middle of the uh, Pacific Ocean. So uh, anyway, uh, thank you so much for coming on. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, do you want to get out here, though?
0: Yeah, sounds like a plan.
1: All right, man. Rock is not dead.
0: It's north of the border up here in Canada, and Buzzsaw has it locked in its log cabin.
2: Might as well.
0: line in the in his skit was uh we omelet du fromage Hmm. and he said it very strangely and the teacher got mad at him and kicked him out of class and somehow somebody come up up with the idea we were going to stick up for him and everybody that's all we would say no matter what she asked us no matter what the answer was we omelet du fromage i never forget it and she basically had a nervous breakdown and left the uh, classroom screaming and crying